Hi, I'm Zana, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Howie and Troy.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to another show right here on Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Hey Troy, where can they find us? Yeah, they can get us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We even have a YouTube channel out there, Howie. And the rarely used Twitter. We did start <laughs> off using Twitter pretty often, but uh, we've, we've yeah. you know, cut back on that a little bit, but it's still there. And if you want to email us, you can do that as well. You can email me, staytunedtnh at gmail.com, or you can email Howie, staytunedhowie at gmail.com. So it's about all I have, Howie. You have anything to add to that? Well, you know what, Troy? Uh, I just want to just let the listeners know to just keep listening. You know, not only listen, but like, share, follow, and subscribe to everything that we put out there, whether it's social media or just our simple podcasts. You know, just, just listen, guys. Enjoy. Hey all, what's up? This is Brian from Data Monster Customs. Are you looking for that unique gift for your spouse, sibling, child, boss, or anyone for every occasion? Well, we do one-of-a-kind personalized figures. Check us out on Instagram at Data Monster. That's D-A-D-D-A-M-O-N-S-T-E-R. Or just put Data Monster into the Google machine and check out everything we can do for you. Once again, this is Brian for Data Monster Customs. And welcome to another show here at Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And we have another special guest. In fact, we finally have a local special right. guest uh, when it comes to bands, uh, someone in our own backyard. Uh, uh, Andrew Watson from the band What Lies Below. How's it hey, going, guys? Hey, how's it going, Andrew? Good. How's it going? Oh, it's going good now that we got these yeah. little technical not malfunctions bad, out of the way. Bad. So let's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, right. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, we just got done hearing your song Lunar Haze. And uh, obviously, uh, we can tell what type of music you're playing here. Um, kind of talk us through your history here a little bit. Um, you know, what, you know, how you guys formed and, um, you know, what, what some of your influences were. And if you could talk for your bandmates too, that'd be awesome. Sure. So influences for everybody is going to be hard so i'll leave that till the end but okay this band kind of started in 2019 just jamming with me and my brother and we had some other members at that time <clears throat> and then 2020 came around we released two singles and then 2021 we did an ep after that had some member changes and here we are in the current day but mm -hmm. i'd say influences for me personally i'd say bands like era north lane and then the band as a whole, I'd say hmm. that band earlier, August Burns Red is definitely one, Lamb yep. of God. Yep. Um, it's seriously all over the place. Now, I don't yeah. think a lot of that 
meets the music we make, but still, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and and, and that's a stuff. funny thing, too, because, I mean, even, like, I, I mean, look at all the, I was just watching something, I don't know, probably on TikTok or something like that, but, like, all these songs and these, like, new, even rap artists and stuff like that, like, they all take this this influence and this stuff from these early 70s funk stuff like that, and it's mm-hmm. all, like, you know, sampled into their music and stuff, and it's amazing, and you can get influences mm-hmm. from something that's not even your genre, so it, it's, no, it's really cool. Yeah. So it's really cool to, to see, see that happen. Um, so you got Andrew on vocals here that we're talking with right now. Also, I guess you can say you're kind of the manager of the band at this point. Um, your brother, Mike, uh, guitar and also vocals. And we got <laughs> Sam who plays guitar and Jonah on drums. And uh, I just learned that uh, you you and your brother are in the Harrisburg area. Sam and Jonah are in the Reading area. So uh, that's right. That's right. Know, that kind of sounds like you could meet in the middle in Lebanon. if. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> We've thought about uh, yeah, a right? venue out there. <laughs> I forget what it is or what it's called, but we've been wanting to play there for a long time. Some photographer owns it. Oh, Ch- Scott Church, but he just shut yes, down. the church. Did he? Oh, I, had, I didn't yes. know that. That sucks. Well, I shouldn't say that. He sold He sold the church part of the, the business. So I don't know if it's still going to be a venue for music or not, but yeah, but he, he doesn't run that anymore. So. Gotcha. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. But, um, okay, I didn't. I didn't know that actually. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. He he gave that part of it up, um, but he still has his photography business there. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. yeah. So um, actually, there was a couple bands that we've talked to that have played there, which is really kind of crazy. But so look these guys up on Instagram. WLBPA is the Instagram site. The uh, merch page is WLBShop.com. Um, so we got some pretty exciting things coming up for you here. Uh, you got an EP coming out October 13th. And then you said you have an, uh, an EP party, I guess, the release party the next day. And what's what's happening there? Sure. So we're just going to be playing. Um, well, we have a bunch of friends coming out. We have Eastern Fault. We have a band from the Northeast called Sync With Me. And then a band called Escape Artist. It's just going to be an awesome show at our local venue, JB Love Drafts, the Pub. And we're going to be playing the EP in full. We're going to be playing some older stuff, some stuff we might not play again. So Mm -hmm. really excited. That's going to be an awesome, awesome time. Yeah. And the name of that EP is Darker Colors. And and how many songs do you have releasing on that? There's going to be six, six Six. in total. Okay. And the two that we're going to hear here today, which one we've already heard, uh, those are Mm -hmm. going to be part of that EP? Yes, they're both singles that are going to be on the EP. Awesome. So we heard Lunar Haze earlier to start the show off. And then later on, we're going to be hearing Misguided Light. Uh, and we'll talk about that more more as we get towards the end here. Um, so, um, where did I want to go here? Oh, and you also have some shows coming up before that EP release, uh, early October. You can talk about this. I don't know the exact venues. Maybe you do. Uh, October 5th in Whitehall, the 6th in Akron, and then mm-hmm. the 7th over out in Indy. So, uh, yeah. do you know those venues off the top of your head? Yeah, so Thursday the 5th, we're playing up in Planet Earth in Whitehall at Planet Trog. The next day in Akron, it's called Musica, I think. And then Saturday, it's um, Indie at Hoosier Dome. So Wow. Yeah. That, the Hoosier Dome, is that is that like, obviously, I know that's not the uh, the one with the Colts playing or anything like that. Yeah. That, that's got to be a, is that the one where like um, the Pacers play or something? Or? No, it's it's okay. a straight up music venue. Um, it's, okay. From the pictures I've seen, it looks like maybe a three to 500 cap. So okay. I think it's just they share a name or something. Okay. I have no I, idea. I like the name of it, though, because it yeah. sounds big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're still having some technical <laughs> difficulties with you, Howard. Um, yeah, I'm sorry if I'm 
Yeah, I was just going to say, I, am, am I coming in on a delay? I almost think I am. A little bit. You did there. Yes, you did. Okay, so I apologize. I'll I'll try to not talk as much. <laughs> but uh but I, I did want to get in as far as um I did want to get in as far as the uh genre that you're playing in. Obviously it's heavy metal and uh and what you do um seems to be a big deal here in central Pennsylvania because we've interviewed uh, a couple of uh bands out this way and uh and I didn't know like our like, do you guys collaborate in any way, shape, or form when it comes to that kind of stuff? With other bands? Yes. Not too much. Um, there's a Harrisburg band called If Not For Me. Um, their bass player, Zach, he helps us with so much stuff um, in the record on the recording side of things. As with collaborating, you know, we don't do that. I haven't seen too many people do that around here, but it's a good idea. I'd love to try that someday for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I... I always like that too. When um, I mean, I don't know how your industry is. We talk to a lot of country music artists, and mm. I don't know how we got into that genre. Howie and I joke <laughs> about it all the time. Neither of us really listened to country before we started doing this. Mm. Uh, but we've, we've learned a lot of. There's a lot of nice people, a lot of helpful people in that industry, and they're and they're very helpful yeah. towards each other. Do you find that in your genre as well, or do you find a little bit of a competition there? It's weird. You know, some people are like that. Where they're more than willing to help with anything, but others, it's just like, they want nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it can be tricky kind mm-hmm. of feeling people out and seeing right. what's going to happen with like, it. Almost but, like you're stepping on their turf or something. like. Kind of, kind of, but it, I'd say it's 50, 50, a lot of, even like this area's bands, they're great. Um, a lot of good friends in the bands in this area. Yeah speaking of this area and one of the things that was really sad to me and i believe it shut down during COVID in 20 was the chameleon club closing and i guess august burns red played yeah. down there quite a bit um you're sad you didn't get to play at that venue i mean that's such an yes. iconic venue right it is i mean i remember as a teenager i was like dying to play this venue you know what i mean yeah. and then we came out in like during COVID, so we never even yeah. had the chance but i did hear they might be doing something with it Really? Don't hold me to that, but yeah. I think I heard something about it. I mean, that, they really so. should. I mean, that, there was so many bands I've seen there, and uh, it was it was decent prices, and mm-hmm. there was nothing like walking in there and having your your sneakers sticking to the floor, listening yep. to a band. You can't like beat it. it. <laughs> you cannot beat it. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. Um, so you said your home venue. Um, can, can you tell us about that? Like where you, you play there pretty often? Yeah, we try to spread it out a good bit just because we don't want to overplay Harrisburg. Um, But it's a place called JB Love Drafts. They have a couple different locations. It's besides music, it's just like a restaurant and bar. Um, They brew their own beer kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a Harrisburg location and a Mechanicsburg location, which for anyone listening, it's about 20 minutes from Harrisburg, 10 or 15, 20 minutes from Harrisburg. Yeah, not far. Um, The one downtown Harrisburg is probably like 100 to 150 cap. The one Mechanicsburg is maybe three to 400. Um, But we played both and we love that place so much. Everyone that works there is just so nice. And yeah, we love it. Yeah. It's nice when you can find a venue that's willing to support local artists and stuff like that, because that you need a place to start. And then, um, and you know, in the chance that you guys do, perhaps break it big or get a big deal or whatever out of that. Like that's something you're always going to remember. And that's something that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and, and, yeah. and I think some establishers, they need to remember that type of thing when that happens. 
speaking of, is this like your only gig at this time or are you guys also doing, do you have careers elsewhere or? So, yeah, we all work full time to fund this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I work in a hotel doing front desk full time. Um, but yeah, so we all have jobs and stuff. Yeah. So what, Howie likes to ask this question. I know he's having some problems there, so I'll throw this out there. But in your opinion, what do you think has to happen for you guys to take that step where you don't need those jobs anymore? Honestly, I think we need a label. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We need something like that. We need the great marketing and everything the labels have that we don't as a DIY band. Like, mm -hmm. I think that would, you know, put us above. I I think it's funny because, and you don't see this happen as, as much anymore because everything's radio programmed and all the, the stations and everything, they all have their music computer release programmed. So, but you hear all these stories of, oops, I accidentally played the wrong side of this record or whatever, or I accidentally played the wrong record. And now this yeah. artist blew up. Everybody's calling it, who's that band that just played on the radio, that type of thing. And mm -hmm. you don't really have that thing happen anymore. Um, but with that being said, I, I still think there's a big possibility that, it, all it takes is that one person that has a connection or whatever that says, you know what? I heard this band and I really liked what I heard. I think you should give them a listen. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're calling you up and like, Hey, I really liked what I heard. Let's talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously. That's honestly all it could take. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. So that we, we hope, you know, that kind of thing happens because a lot of the people that Howie and I talk to have so much talent and they, their quality of sound is so good. And like, we hear it and we're like, like, there's no way that shouldn't be on the radio. That's the same stuff I'm hearing on the radio right now. What's the difference? The difference yeah, is I mean, they don't have that connection. Yeah, 100%. There's so many artists that just fly under the radar because no one wants to even give them a shot. You know what I mean? It's super hard as a small band even getting people to listen to you because mm -hmm. people will just see that no one listens to you and be like, ah, they probably suck. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's a battle the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah, just through. getting the attention is a big thing right now. And oh yeah. And uh, when we talked with Execution Day uh, a few few weeks ago, um, they did a cover of the one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five song, the uh, the suicide song. Yeah. Um, do you do you guys find yourself your do you do you find yourself doing any covers or anything like that? Try to maybe just kind of get attention. Like, oh, I heard a cool cover. Let's see what else they have to offer. Do you guys do covers of anything? We've thrown ideas around. Um, it's never become a real idea. For me, because it just kind of doesn't feel authentic, you know, sure. like the whole way through, you know what I mean? Um, it's definitely not something that's off the table for us, but right now we really have no plans for that. Yeah. So, Howie, you look like you're coming in more clear. Are you ready? Can you hear me? I do, actually. All right. Much, you weren't very delayed there either. Yeah, I'm liking that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, supposedly they're working on it uh, on the back end live. So we'll see how okay. it goes. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so I heard that, uh, you know, for you to, to you know, really start making it to where you want to make it, you really want to sign with a label. Mm -hmm. uh, so how does that work with your genre? Because I heard that's a, a pretty difficult genre to, to really financially be well off, I guess. It is. I mean, we've sunk so much money into this band. Not sunk, but spent so much sure. money yeah. in this yeah. band. You know what I mean? um invested invested exactly and mm -hmm. we get some return you know with merch and stuff like that but it, it, at this point in our career like we're not looking for that you know what i mean we're spending everything we can on it and you know with the label that with that burden relieved that's another side of it that just sure. sounds 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> and with everybody yeah. in your band, is everybody in your band on the same page in regards that, Hey, we're going to go into this fire all together and uh, nobody's going to quit. We're not going to do this and do that. We're, we're going in to make this successful. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, that's been this band's goal since its inception. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So with, I, I guess this is kind of, I'm trying to think of how to word this here. The answer I get from everybody when I ask this is pretty much the same, but would you say the majority of your money at this point comes from shows and merchandise? I mean, that's, that's really the majority of your income. Yeah. Merch is all of our income. You know, every couple months we'll get a royalty check, uh, a couple hundred dollars, but that, yeah, it's the merch, you know, playing the, the hometown shows where everyone's buying shirts and stuff like that. That's where seriously, 80% 80% of our money comes from probably. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Cause when I was speaking with Ty of sink in, that was another thing I said, it's, it's almost like you guys play the songs as like an advertisement to buy your merchandise. Like, yeah. yeah I, that's honestly what it feels like most of the time, especially yeah. playing in these markets we haven't played before. Um, mm-hmm. People, you know, you start off a set and no one's really doing anything. They're just standing around by the end. They're kind of bobbing their heads a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just yep. like, yeah. yeah it's tough you know it's tough <laughs> yeah I think it's, but, I think it's funny that because i mean that, that that wasn't the way it used to be with music but that's how it is now like mm-hmm. it, it's a merchandise business and selling your merch and 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 trying to you know to find your way through social media as well and how have you found how have you found you guys doing with that have you found your niche Good. in the social media market yet i feel like we're kind of getting there it is it's tough you know like tiktok it's one of those necessary evils that we're trying to keep up on <laughs> um but yeah i mean we try our best but it's tough so it is like it with really the content and... you gotta feed the monster you know what i mean yeah so. yeah you do and I've, i'm also noticing by the way with tiktok uh it's not as easy to share on facebook anymore because they they delete the content almost within hours yeah, yeah, it's well, wild. probably because they want to use their real information now. Mm-hmm. They do, and they Facebook has this weird thing where it's like they can boost your reach and then cut your reach. So if you're posting consistently, your reach is going to be better. But if you post less than that, you, you it, like nobody will see it. You maybe you'll maybe get five percent of your followers wow. seeing the post, yeah. which is insane. So, I mean, every every artist that we've we spoke with seems to have the most success through tiktok and that and it's really yeah. strange um mm-hmm. but i guess just it's content 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 and sometimes it it's the Absolutely. stupidest thing that catches somebody yep. and it just yeah it's well hey we'll give you an example i mean we've been posting little clips of our uh interviews and such and uh one of the clips that got the most attention was troy's dog yeah got the most views like yep like i know i spend all this time like filming like vocal videos for tiktok and i'm sure like we post something stupid and then it's just gonna Mm. be like insane oh yeah 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 so one of you will fall down on the stage you'll trip over a cord or something like that and that's 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 what's gonna get the million views oh yeah we gotta stage that we gotta (laughs) yeah there you go you know what i mean (laughs) do you guys do you guys record your shows and stuff is that something you do and not professionally i mean we've set up gopros and stuff like that sure. but no real mm-hmm. like audio recordings so that, I, you know that's that's something i've never actually asked anybody before but is that something you watch back and kind of watch your performance and see if there's anything you could critique yourself on 
Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is like after a show, we get a bunch of tags in our Instagram or something, people sure. posting stories of us playing. I love watching those. Cause I love seeing like how we sound and stuff like that. And with the GoPro videos, yeah. you can really analyze how the exact set went. Because for me, I'm not thinking about anybody else when I'm on stage. I'm trying to like do my thing so I don't really listen. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. looking back, I can be like, oh, that could have been better. That could have been better. You know what I mean? So do, do you try to make eye contact with your with your fans as you're playing and stuff? Because I, I heard that's kind of yeah. something that when when people I'm going to go back to Taylor because my daughter loves Taylor. But Taylor seems to always make it a point to look at people in the crowd and make eye contact with them as she's singing and stuff like that. And then to them, that feels like, oh, my God, like Taylor looked at me. That's awesome. Like, yeah. And um, I definitely like, do do that, like more so during like breakdowny parts. Like I'll point to people who I know mosh and i'll be like go it's your yeah. turn again let's go gotcha. mm-hmm. but it's between like it can go from song to song like i could go like look at the crowd as a whole or like pick people out i do mm-hmm. both so yeah that's, yeah that's interesting like i've I, I never really broke down the performance you know i've, I've it, there's a lot that goes into that like because there's so many people and i don't know what you consider yourself do you consider yourself introverted extroverted i'd say extroverted okay i think that's kind of the vibe I was getting from you, but there's yeah. a lot of people that perform and they're so introverted. They're so to themselves. They don't, but as soon as that they're on that stage and the light comes on, like they're a totally yeah. different person. It's completely it's different. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Also too, uh, you had mentioned that you have done, um, did, you've done more than one video. Nope. Just one music. Video. Okay. We have a bunch of visualizers and stuff like that, but we just shot our first one this year. Okay, gotcha. And then, um, you know, you mentioned the video part of things. And, you know, and I mentioned this uh, when we've talked to other people in the past, but, uh, you know, in the earlier days when uh, Troy and I were younger, you know, MTV videos were such yeah. a big deal, you know, and uh, and you couldn't wait to go down and turn the TV on and watch the uh, whatever's going to be on the video and, and such. And um, obviously, it's not that way anymore uh it's not being played as much at, on tv obviously it's more probably on youtube and and uh tiktok and whatever else uh yeah. you're posting it on uh but why why are you doing it now like what what are you getting from it when you make a video and you post it honestly you kind of already said it it's much better for content like for tiktoks and your instagram and even ads you know what i mean okay um it's a lot better for getting better traction with those types of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, they have a better chance of really doing better on YouTube. I think we put out a bunch of visualizers yeah. and then we put out the music video and it's like, bam, it's so doing so much better than our other songs. Oh, nice. So I don't know exactly why, but it might just be something to watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, so, well, the cool thing yeah. is, is like, you know, how he sp- speaks about like, you know, we couldn't wait to see what the new Guns N' Roses video was or, you know what I mean? But but back then it was like it was a multi-million dollar thing just to make mm-hmm. a video. Yeah, now, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, now people are making them with their phones, GoPros, whatever, that type of thing. And, you know, yeah. it might not cost that much to make it now, obviously, to to do whatever you need to do to edit it and stuff like that. It's all time consuming. Yeah. But that's worth it to you. You know, I mean, like that's, that's something that you're, you, again, you're investing your time into yeah. something to help promote your band. So 100%, yeah. 100%. Yeah, could you imagine going back in time with all the, with all the uh, technology we have today? Mm. And uh, 
I wonder how videos would have been different, you know, because I always think of like when I was a kid, man, Michael Jackson videos were theatrical. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you know, the um, the thriller video oh gosh, was yeah. the probably the biggest one that I can ever think of back in the day. And, um, you know, and I always wondered, like, what would people like him do um, that would be different? Mm -hmm. You Definitely know, saved a lot of money. <laughs> oh yeah seriously oh my gosh yeah i mean he's got yeah. a full cast for those in some of those videos oh you my gosh I mean? Yeah. I mean oh yeah it was like a movie in and of self yeah, yeah. i mean i yeah. think that video was what 10 11 minutes long something like that mm -hmm. yeah yeah that, that's insane to uh mm -hmm. so think of that that's just what's on video is the 10 11 minutes so think about how much time was put into that just edited you know what i mean so everything was edited yeah. out of it that's insane it's crazy yeah. it's absolutely crazy and you know what I've always thought too, like you're going to be going out to indie and you're going to be doing this and that. Um, I I don't know. I, I almost feel like you guys should do like a little documentary of yeah. what it's yeah. like to be in a band like yours and the things that you deal with on a daily basis, whether it's your, your car breaking down or you guys having to sleep in the van or whatever, you know, I think that would be kind of like a cool thing to show people Mm -hmm. and and also to kind of get your your name out i don't know is that something you guys ever thought about doing i definitely have always wanted to do some kind of documentary um so yeah i've always wanted to do it i don't think us as the four of us have the means for the production quality that we are looking for you know what i mean mm -hmm. but we honestly could shoot it on an iphone and then spend a bunch of time yeah. editing it to make it look good yeah so we yeah, shall really see. Could, I mean, I mean, as you're driving down the road, just get one of them, uh, whatever, you know, to hold your phone up there, you know. Yeah. And just kind of have it, you know, facing everybody in the van. You guys are talking, whatever. And just little things like that. I mean, like I said, who knows? You know, maybe somebody spills their drink and next thing you know, you know, you guys have it on TikTok. And, you Absolutely. Know, and all of a sudden you're getting a thousand views, two thousand yeah, views. Yeah. And so, and it would yeah, be I mean, kind of cool too because you can incorporate like your fans recording the show and you know you can probably oh, edit those pieces in. Yeah, I think there's a lot that you can do with it that wouldn't cost that much or anything really. I mean, the Blair Witch Project. Look what that did. Do you remember that movie? Was that a little bit before your time? I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it though. So, so yeah, basically, the I, premise of it was that when they, when it first came out, the idea was they were acting like. Uh, this was a real amateur video. They were hiking mm -hmm. and they were looking for scary things in the uh, mm -hmm. in the woods. The Blair Witch being one of them. And um, at the end of it, they get taken by the Blair Witch, and the camera lies there. And gotcha. you know, you think that it was really a real thing that they were documenting. Yeah. Here, what it was mm -hmm. is it was all actors. But my point yeah. is, it was the, the camera was jittery. It wasn't very mm -hmm. good quality. It was kind of grainy and stuff like that. Like a Cloverfield, and, if you guys remember that. Uh, oh yeah you remember that yeah. yeah yeah yep yeah definitely and you know what uh troy it's interesting that you brought that part up but uh, because um i was actually standing in the wooded area where blair witch was recorded uh while i was away on vacation because it was done at my uh youngest son's college uh it oh, was really? there cool. it was it was the students at that college that recorded that movie that crazy. yeah yeah they did it at full sail university and uh and they turned it into, and they just they submitted it to I think um like um some kind of like a job fair or, or whatever you want to call it, and somebody noticed it and said, hey, let's see if we can produce this and make something with it. Now it's a yeah, mega so, film. I mean, 
Yep. Yeah, exactly. So with that, like, you know, I, I, I get what Howie's saying there is like it, you know, so what if your your iPhone's shaking a little bit yeah. when you're recording stuff or whatever? Just have fun with it. Yeah, seriously. Um, I would love to do that someday. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's kind of go over things here again here real quick. Uh, kind of catch up on things. Instagram is WLBPA, which I have up right now. Taking a look at that. Um, Saturday, October 14th at JB's Love Draft Micropub, Harrisburg, PA, 7 p.m. Uh, you're going to be there with Sync With Me. Uh, I'm trying to read it. Uh, can you tell me, help me out? So Sync With Me, there's our buddies in Eastern Fault and Escape Artist as well. There you go. Yep, those are the yeah. two. Okay. okay. Yeah, I couldn't really read them real, uh, real well here. But... Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to be playing there, and that's going to be e- your EP release party uh, for Darker Colors, which is actually being released October 13th. Yeah. And the, uh, the release party is on the 14th. It'll be a good time. Um, and then you have uh, some shows coming up here at the beginning of October, October 5th in Whitehall, October 6th in Akron, and October 7th in Indy. If they want shows for that stuff, where would they go? Or I'm sorry, if they want tickets for those shows, where would they go? Tickets. So with the venue size we had to go with, they are kind of weird. I know there are tickets for the Akron show, which can be found on our Instagram. Um, the Whitehall show, that is all just tickets at the door. And I okay. believe the same thing for Indy. So, okay. Yeah. A lot of it's mm-hmm. just will call. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So w- oh, the other thing I forgot is WLBshop.com. That's where the merch is. And I actually want to take a look at that um, as we're coming up here. I want to see what you got on there. I like looking at the sure. merch as we're talking. Yeah. Um, we got a bunch of pre-orders up right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. For the EP and stuff. But okay. We also that, have makes some older stuff, that makes sense. So. Um. Where did I want? To, I wanted to ask you something here, and I don't remember what it was now. I don't know. Go ahead, Howie. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, so with the genre that you guys are playing in, um, you know, with the heavy metal and such, um, do you guys mix it up at all? Like, uh, I know we talked to a heavy metal band where they incorporate rap in there. There. Oh, um, execution day. Yeah. Yeah. Execution day. And, uh, and I just thought, you know, do you guys incorporate anything that kind of maybe sounds like a different genre than what you currently are? That's a battle we're currently fighting right now. You know, we want to incorporate sounds that make us make, uh, give our sound a more unique feel to it. And you really accomplish that by genre blending, you know what I mean? Um, So we're currently trying to do that as of now. We have a lot of like synthy ambient kind of stuff going on in our songs, mm-hmm. um, but nothing like rap or stuff like that. It's pretty okay, much straight so... to the point, just metalcore right now. Gotcha. So what's what's yeah. the hang up? Like, are you guys just trying to come up with something and just kind of having like that brain freeze or what? Yeah, just we just really want to find a unique sound for, you know, future releases. And I don't mm-hmm. think there's been any idea thrown around that we've been like, that is it. We are going to go do that. But I also think a lot of it is we really haven't tried it in a studio setting yet. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So early next year, when we start working on stuff again, um, I think that's going to be a massive point of emphasis for us. Okay. And and the current music that you have out now, is that all recorded in a studio or do you guys have your own situation? So I do all the vocals here. I track and edit them and um, we send them out to get mixed guitars and the rest is tracked elsewhere but um, gotcha. it's all tracked yeah so okay 
So I'm on the website here, wlbshop.com, and uh, I'm looking at your darker colors CD. The pre-order is there for it. Says that you're gonna, you know, ship it on or around the 13th. Um, also has a digital download with it, so that's cool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how how did a CD right now? The only thing you're gonna be doing, or yeah, um, vinyls. I mean, those are just way too expensive for us yeah. right now. Would have loved to do a vinyl run mm-hmm. but unfortunately it's just beyond our means at the moment so we decided let's just do cds you know um just stick with are, that are, you know I, I don't know how that whole thing works bear but when you when you want to pre-order a cd say so we say you're gonna you're gonna come out with your ep and you want to get some cds and you're gonna sell them you have to buy them in bulk i'm sure uh yeah like is that how did you guys kind of figure out how many you wanted to do there like how did how did you guys come across that well, process we're starting off kind of light to, you know, test the waters a little bit before ordering more. Um, so we sure. just started with a hundred of them and we'll see what happens with that. Okay. Um, I mean, they'll be on our store forever. So however long it takes for them to sell, it takes that long. You know sure. what I mean? And obviously you're so. going to take some of the shows too, right? So yeah, that's where we're probably going to sell most of them. I mean, yeah, probably 75% of our merch is sold at shows and at the tables. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of it's going to be coming from shows. Okay, so uh, I I, I want to help you out here. WLBShop.com. So let's keep that. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep plugging that right there. Go there, check out their stuff. I I love your cover art there. Who? How did you guys come up with that? Yeah, so we had a guy who did our first EP, and then we went to him for the second. His Instagram is Delta Options. So always super mm-hmm. good, super reliable, and quick, which is amazing. So. Nice. Yeah, I, I really like that. And and what what's what's with your logo? Like talk talk us through your logo there. I kind of like that as well. What where did that come from? Honestly, I have no idea. It is just oh. what so we commissioned someone to make it. Um honestly I can't even remember what we said we wanted out of it, but that is just the product we ended up it, with. There's a lot so, going on there. I see like the W is. in there and yeah, uh, yeah. and then there's little and arrow kind of with the arrow pointing down. Below. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a neat idea. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, I kind of see how it incorporates some things. I mean, you could, I mean, you could really play with this. You could almost say, well, yeah, there's an L in there as well. And I see a B also. So, uh, yeah. it almost looks like there's a dragon head down at the bottom a little no, bit. For like, sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really cool thing. I like it. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know if there was a, a story behind that. If you guys didn't try to incorporate stuff on that. Or not. not really. I think that was just our designer who was trying things out. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> well, yeah. it, it worked. I like it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You guys yeah. all have that tatted somewhere? I will get it tatted, but not yet. Not yet. Ah. <laughs> One day. What, I was just going to ask you, what's it going to take for you to get it to that? It's not going to take much. I'll tell you that. Uh, I was just going <laughs> to say, let's put a goal up there now. Um, you know, yeah. so many so many tickets sold or or whatever it may be. You when know, you, that's, when you sell those kind of CDs. Yeah, when we sell out of our CDs, I'll get it tatted. There you go. Yeah, all right. I remember we played so, Atlantic City back in April, and we had it was right on the boardwalk, which was super mm-hmm. sick. Oh, but there's awesome. this tattoo shop, and I was like, "What if I just got that tattooed real quick?" And but he tried, he quoted me some like ridiculous price for a tattoo uh, that big. I was like, "Nah, yeah. not, a chance. Uh, not a chance." Maybe you need to get it done while you're doing a show. Mm-hmm. While I'm playing, that, 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 yes, that's <laughs> tough. That sounds tough. You jump around too yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. 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 I hope you do. Yeah. I mean, geez. <laughs> For yeah, no, for I mean, I, I don't. I mean, hey, maybe I don't know. Maybe they could, 
maybe they're transitioning like Stain did, and uh, maybe they'll do some slower songs and he'll be able to sing yeah. his acoustic guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do have an interview. Well, what is that place? So. Yeah, I was just going to say, we, we asked, uh, or we, we talked to a venue, or not a venue, I should say, but um, the Ohio uh, State um, oh, Penitentiary. Yeah, yeah, they they actually do like a hard rock um, concert series yeah, every year. Called? Yeah, and it's in Ohio, uh, and it's it's Ink, where incarceration. Uh, it's called incarceration. Yeah, it's, yeah, Ink. That's yeah, a massive festival. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and we actually talked to the person who runs that uh, on our show, and um, yeah, and they they get a huge. I mean, it's it's huge heavy metal band. They have bands um, and they have artists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like top so, of the game bands, you know what I mean? They're bringing into this festival. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think um, it, I I listened to the to the Chris Jericho podcast and I think Fozzie played there one year. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean they're definitely okay. getting some big bands there for sure. Hundred um, percent. I didn't know that was at the penitentiary though. That's kind of neat. Yeah, it's it's a uh, the Ohio State Reformatory. It's um it's in uh Mansfield, Ohio. Um mm-hmm. which she said about correct me if I'm wrong, Howie, maybe you remember it. She said like an hour between Hour outside of Pittsburgh. Or, yeah. Something oh, like that's that, not yeah. bad at all. No. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it's right in between Columbus and Cleveland. Yeah. And, okay. uh, yeah. So it's not too bad. Um, but also, too, uh, what was that movie they made there? Why can't I think of it? Oh, um, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption was made there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so you're mentioning about, um, you know, wanting to be on a label. Um, mm-hmm. Are you. What are you doing to like, are you trying to reach out to different labels or are you waiting for them to notice you? What's going on? Kind of a mixture of both. Um, I send emails probably too much to labels saying like, Hey, this is what we're up to. This is what we're doing. Okay. But it's probably just going to come down to them, you know, naturally finding us one day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So hopefully fingers crossed. That's what happens. Gotcha. Persistent is big though too. You mean, you know, definitely, definitely. Yeah, of course. Um, all right, so let's kind of get into your single that you uh, just released here mid-August, and it's called uh, Misguided Light. And I will apologize because I did not get a listen, chance to listen to this ahead of time. Um, can you talk us through uh, – do, do you write well, – first of all, do you write the songs? Like, are, are you the main writer of the vocals and such? Of the vocals, yes. Instrumentals okay. are elsewhere, but yeah, okay. the vocals. So so what, what's your um, story behind this song? Where, where, where were you going with your lyrics in this one? So this is a song pretty much, I guess, as a whole about escapism of self in a way. Um, it talks about depression and just trying to escape where you are in a moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's mm-hmm. basically the whole premise of the song there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm watching the video here as we were speaking here. Um, yeah, we got a, a really dark background here as, as everything's going on here and we got some rain going on and... Uh... Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, what did you guys film this with? Because, I mean, again, this is this is high quality. This looks great. So we have a guy. His name's Rob McCoy. Um, he tours with a band called Era. They're another metal band. Yeah. Um, but we had been talking for probably about a year, um, both super interested in working together, and this was just the product of happening to find ourselves in a conversation mm-hmm. one day about a year ago. Um, so he filmed it. He edited it. Edited it. <laughs> and um, we rented this studio spot up in Brooklyn. So it was all around just a super good time. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what I was just going to ask you, because, I mean, that I don't know what for, for room you're in there. But, I mean, that 
got all that that whole ceiling there is lit up or whatever so that's yeah i mean that that was that's a very cool studio we shot in mm-hmm. yeah yeah very nice um mm-hmm. i like this um so that's your brother there with the long hair it is yeah that's him that's awesome. <laughs> everyone thinks it's would... me and jonah our drummer not me and my actual brother so uh, who's yeah, the older of the I mean, two that's... he's older by four years oh okay yeah <sighs> Man, nice. this is this is really so, fun to watch. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. have any, any of the sound on here, but so what goes into writing? Too. Yeah, what what goes into writing your music? Because obviously, you just talked. You know, you're talking about depression and such in this one. Um, are you always drawing from like personal experiences, or are you just kind of coming up with, "Hey, this would be a good topic to sing about," or what? I try to. I try to pre-plan topics to write about so i don't sit down and i'm like what do i write about you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but i always try to make it personal because i feel like that's unique you know it's unique to me so it's going to sound unique to the listener you know what i mean i try to keep it away from just your standard i'm sad this is depression type stuff as well but really how it goes i'll just get an inch someone will send me an instrumental from the band and i'll just sit down and i'll just go at it you know what i mean Um, who knows how long it'll take but that's really just how I do so, it. So, so when you, your writing process, you said you're not really writing any of the music here or anything. Do you, do you have a tune in mind or what do you, do you mean? Just literally write the words. Do you literally just write the words and they come up with the music behind it or. No. So they'll do like the instrumental first and then I'll sit down with that and then get some vocal rhythms and lyric ideas gotcha, from that. Gotcha. Yeah. How much tweaking do you think is involved in that? Like um, well, the words I want to put in here don't really fit. Can we change the tune yeah. here a little bit or. A lot. It's yeah. definitely a very tedious thing. I've sat mm-hmm. on songs for months at a time, still changing stuff every single time. It really just depends. You know what I mean? Whenever it clicks, yeah. and you're like, that's the final part. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, I know favorite. for me... Yeah, for me, it would be like, oh, my gosh, I got to rhyme it now with this and that. It's like, ah, yeah, I don't... Man, I more power to you, Andrew, because there is no way I would have that ability... Um, I don't even think I could write a poem, much less music. (laughs) It's hard because like when you're trying to tell a story and you have to rhyme, that only leaves so many options. Sure. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. You can only say so much. So sometimes I'm like, whatever, you know, just on to the next part. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. There's only, there's, yeah, sometimes only so much you can do with a part. Yeah. But yeah. So that's pretty cool that you do it that way because one of my favorite musical artists is uh, Elton John. And mm. he does everything the same way you're doing it right now. Like they, uh, Bernie Taupin is, is the uh, lyricist and Elton does the music and Bernie will write down the lyrics and, or no, they do that. I'm sorry. They do it the opposite of you. Bernie will write down the lyrics and then Elton comes in with the lyrics, right? in his tune down. So you are doing yeah. it the opposite way. You've got the tune going and then you put the, the lyrics to the tune. Yeah. Um, have you ever done it the other way, just out of curiosity? Because that, have you ever wrote down some lyrics and then the band puts a tune behind it? You know, I find sometimes I'll get a random lyric idea and I'll jot it down in a notepad. But when I'm sitting down writing a song, those ideas that I wrote down end up being like the worst ideas <laughs> for some reason. Like they just never work for me. So I just stopped doing it. I'm just like, whenever I get a song, I'm just going to sit down and just attack it from then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just fresh ideas because that's just what works for me. So, so the tune of the song is that kind of usually will put you in the mode of where you feel that song will go. Yeah, you know, I'll listen to a demo for the first time and kind of get a like a feel for what 
emotion it's putting off you know what i mean then i'll think like oh how could i put lyrics on this that'll resonate with the song and then Mm -hmm. just go with that you know because i don't really want to write sad or happy stuff or sad to a happy song and vice versa you know what i mean so yeah actually you know what you just gave me you just gave me a thought um to throw out there because uh I mean, you can go on all this social media, and the one thing that keeps popping up, at least on my social media, is everything about AI, you know, artificial mm-hmm. intelligence. Uh, have you ever thought of maybe incorporating that into what you folks do as a band? Not at all. No, that just sounds <laughs> scary. <laughs> scary and fake, and I don't know. I think, yeah, yeah, I was just curious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that you would get the, the, uh, the personal connection by doing something right it's yeah it's just crazy to me i was even speaking with a teacher friend of mine like how are teachers even gonna know when kids are when it comes to report writing possible yeah it's gonna be impossible mm-hmm. one day oh this is crazy i mean mm-hmm. our kids are literally gonna be stupid they are literally yeah. gonna be stupid <laughs> yeah like, i'm not kidding stupider than kids already are yeah, yeah right yeah yeah Man, this is just they're not gonna be able to think for themselves at all it's, yeah, oh my it's gosh all this is great. i mean that's a whole other conversation but this is just insane well it's interesting yeah because uh like like i mentioned earlier i went down we i was down in florida for my kids graduation at college and part that school is big into not only film design and filmmaking but also game design and game making and it was funny because you can literally tell the difference between the people that were in film and the people that were in gaming. Uh, because the people in gaming, they look like they were lost as can be when they were on that stage in front of people. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think, in my opinion, that might have been the first time they actually stood in front of a group of people, probably in their lives. Probably yeah. since you their graduation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, but oh. yeah, it's just find it interesting that you know. But yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think it's going to make people even dumber than what they are. I agree with you. So it's unfortunate, but it you, is you know. Yeah, it just yeah. Keeps growing. Yeah, I just brought up something interesting there that I want to touch on, and and we've had a couple artists here that you know they've had their their uh, songs being played in shows and uh, mm-hmm. clips of stuff um, in commercials, whatever that type of thing. Have Have you tried to? reach out to any of that and see if you can get your like i know like okay like mtv catfish like they like to play like independent artists and stuff like that yeah Mm -hmm. have you ever tried to reach out to them and see if you can get anything played on something like that that's really one thing i haven't given much thought i mean i'd probably be thinking about it more if i if it was like a pop group you know what i mean but metal sure it's hard i mean yeah we definitely have some stuff i could see being played at like an nfl game for like a walk-on you know what i mean but i haven't you know that just seems a little too out there for us right now unfortunately yeah no that's a good thought but i mean yeah that's you really are in a tough genre because you're kind of you you kind of yeah it's 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 Mm -hmm. um it's hard to get commercially recognized in that genre yeah very i I think even some of the like kings of this genre are nobody to 90 percent of the world you know what i mean it's crazy but Uh, yeah wow that's crazy um i i don't know i mean there's some bands that that sneak through there um and um, a lot of times and the weird thing is a lot of times once they do sneak through and they get recognition for whatever you know for being the band that they were all of a sudden, they start getting a little softer and start. They kind do. Of I, yeah. The radio play, play a little, a little bit, bit more. Bit. 
Yeah. Is that money? Yeah, you know, yep. of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a listener, I hate them? it, but as an artist and real like living through having no money, yeah, mm-hmm. I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> making money from this sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying we'll it do just... that one day, but because I mean, if good. you really think about it, I mean, when wouldn't it? Could you argue that that's kind of what Metallica did? Sort of. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, they they started out a little more hard rockish, and yeah. uh, and then now all of a you know now all of a sudden they have an orchestra playing with their band, and uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, and they seem to be yeah they seem to be more commercialized than they have yeah, they ever went in the down past. That road, I would say. Um, you know, I, I, a lot of people call them sellouts, but I don't really call it a sellout. I call it trying to make a career, you know? <laughs> yeah, I kind of, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in that boat for Metallica, but there's some bands who start like, like deathcore bands and then they'll go yeah. sing later albums. It's like, what are yeah. you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a different. jump right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, um, yeah. Okay. So again, uh, we're speaking with Andrew Watson of, um, what lies below and it's a uh, Instagram WLBPA. That's their main social media hookup. So go there, check them out. You can see their tour dates, everything on there. Uh, you have a link to their, their merch page on there, which is WLBShop.com. And uh, their, their EP is coming out, which is, is perfect. It's coming out October 13th, darker colors. And then they're going to have a, a release party on October 14th at, um, oh geez, help me out, Andrew. JB Love Drafts. There you go. And uh, that's in Harrisburg, PA, 7 p.m. on October 14th again. And they'll have some other bands there with them. Sync With Me, uh, Eastern Fault, and yeah. Escape Artist will also be playing there with them as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I kind of touched on everything. Oh, the tour, you have a couple days coming up here at the beginning of October in Whitehall mm-hmm. on the 5th, Akron on the 6th, and Indy on the 7th. So, um Tickets will be on sale at the door there. Uh, Akron, you did say there is, um, you can buy those through your Instagram link. You said you can buy them. Yeah, there's a link somewhere floating around on our Instagram. <laughs> um, I'm sure if you Google it as well, Will Eyes Blow, Akron, or any of the other bands mm-hmm. we could, we'll be playing with, you'll find the link. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So, Andrew, thank you for your time. We are going yeah. to get uh, play you out here with your latest single, which is Misguided Light, which will be on the Darker Colors EP. So again, thank you very much for your time. And if there's anything else you want to add, go for it real quick. No, I just want to say I appreciate you guys for having me on. It's been awesome. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you've been great. And uh, yeah, it was great meeting you. You guys as well. Thanks, Andrew. Here's Misguided Light.
This concludes our broadcast day. Click. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Please share, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Let your friends know you heard it right here on Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And we'll see you next week. Until next week, stay tuned.